Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swamps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere I go. I can't remember the rest. Haven't haven't you been stuck in the house for weeks? Oh yeah, I know. I'll do a carol near the time. Borderman. Make make (laughs) jokes. Or Smiley, we haven't seen her for a while. Whatever happened to Carol Smiley? I don't know. The last time I remember seeing her on TV, she did Strictly, and that was about ten years ago. Yeah, she used to be like, didn't she do one of the house makeup programs? Like, you know, oh yeah, changing rooms. That was like, that was her moment of. Maybe she's on TV in Scotland. Wasn't she a weather person as well, or am I thinking something? I don't know, Gary. I don't know. This isn't how I thought we'd start it. (laughs) No, I don't know. Um... Yeah, she was very much of the nineties, wasn't she? Yeah, sort of. Faded yeah. off. I'm having a look now. Yeah, I was just saying, if you make, could... Uh... Make sure you do. Um, last, last thing Carol Smiley did, according to Wikipedia, was uh, 2011's Vet School. She did the oh, movie. right. God. Oh, he hasn't done anything least... since 2011. Five years without Carol Smiley. No, one, no wonder this country's going to pop. Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. Talking telly. Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. So Virgin have announced that they're launching their competitor to uh, Sky's Plus... Sky Q. Sky Q, yeah. Which my neighbour has got, and I've seen, because I helped to set it up. So it's quite a nice little piece of kit. They're offering um, a 4K, which is this very uh, high-definition... Uh, service. They also believe that they're going to offer 5G, which the government this week announced that they're going to move towards doing. Uh, it costs just under £100 as a one-off charge, but you don't require a subscription or you don't require a new contract or anything like that. You can also buy a, a big portable TV screen for about £200 or so. Uh, they've also announced that they're running a... Portable a, TV screen? Isn't that a tablet? It's not got, like, Word and, and Excel in it. It's just for watching television in bed or something, I think. I used to have one of, do you, I used to have one of those little TVs that you used to take around with you that had the little aerial. Yeah. You mean a Game, a game Boy? No, portable no, no, like a portable TV, <laughs> like a handheld with this tiny That's screen. That's the most northern thing you've ever said, I think. You could, you right. could get little Gary portable had one. TV. Um, no, I didn't, but I was oh, aware right. of them. Oh, OK. But I, I wanted, on. always wanted one of those little portable <laughs> DVD players. You, oh, so I got one of them. Yeah, see, there you are, you see. No, but I got that because when you're travelling from uh, from LA to London every Christmas, 12 hours on the plane is a long time. And I used to get it was worth it for that one the year thing, was it? Yeah, yeah kind of was. 
they're also launching their own kind of on-demand video streaming thing as well, where you can watch latest films for pay oh, and Virgin some of the... do that, don't they? Yeah. Well, that's right, I, but all, all, all via that... this, all via this 4K box as well. I know that Matt mostly watches his telly on the computer. But I do. As so, as someone who's had Sky and Virgin, do you have a preference, Matt, or is it much of a muchness? Much of a muchness, really. Yeah, is it? I'd I'd say I prefer Virgin slightly. Why is that? I don't know. I think it's just this personal preference of now using the system. Um, I think it is recording... annoying that you, think... you can't get Sky Atlantic, though, isn't yeah, it? It's anno- I mean... Yeah, but I mean, there would be channels on Sky that I couldn't get that are on Virgin. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tit for tat a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like to be able to watch Sky Atlantic on my telly, but, you know. Uh, right, so Gary's list, uh, I think Luca's pretty much uh, identified what this is about, so I won't recap. But just to say that in the since I, that we've done the list, these are the shows that I've watched and enjoyed. Homeland Series 3 was a very easy watch. I did that before the poll. That both Even with Dana Brody? Even with Dana well, the Brody? Thing, the thing, as you would say, is that as soon as you get to the bit where Brody is found in Caracas... Her storyline disappears. There's one more seeing bit of her when obviously he comes back and meets her. But really, she falls off the edge of the page, doesn't she? Because oh, yeah. she falls off the edge of a cliff. Not, well, yeah. not as quickly it, as was, Chris it, does. It was annoying, Poor I do Chris. agree with you. But I really enjoyed the, the intrigue. I did enjoy the kind of like, is he, a, is he still on which side? You know, there was a lot of that. And I enjoyed the last couple of episodes where, you know, you got a lot of the action stuff in uh, in Tehran. Uh, I also finished the American series, too. I admit I had one episode left. Uh, it was Bastard. a corker, uh, and, and it does set you up nicely for series three. I finished Bosch series one. I had a couple of episodes of that left. Uh, very good, and I'm looking forward to series two. Uh, Breaking Bad, I had about three or four episodes of series four. I have to say... Out of the four series that I've seen so far, I didn't enjoy series four so much in the beginning. I think it got stronger towards the end. After the episodes where um, Frings and Mike go out and sort out the cartel. Don't say anything, because if Matt does eventually watch it, it will be spoiled. I also finished off uh, a Sky One program called Colony. um, Which features uh, Josh, who was, can't remember his surname, but he's the guy from Lost who played Sawyer, and, uh, thank you, and Sarah Wayne Callis, who was in Prison Break and The Walking Dead. It's got a second series, which should be back on Sky in the New Year. I did enjoy it. It's a nice sci-fi programme. And I'm currently going through Gotham Series 2. I'm about 12 episodes in. I really enjoyed Gotham Series 1. I found it very watchable, very easy to keep going. I don't like comic book stars where it's too silly, and this stays just on that right side of silly. They're not walking around in costume and going kapow. They are actually, you know, there's serious plot lines. Gary, I understand that you, you're using you, you don't you didn't want this time off, but you've been lumbered with it, yep. and you've decided to go back to a lot of the shows. Hence the list podcast. Yeah. So you want, as you said to me, you want to watch as much as, as much different stuff as you can. But do but you not think, it, in a way, in a way, it's sort of counterproductive jumping from here, there, here, there, here, there, because you'll start, all those shows will still be on the list. Like Breaking Bad's still on the list because you haven't finished yeah, it. But, same same but, with well, Homer. Okay, but what I wanted to do was also is, is, is I want to try and be a little bit completist, and I understand what you're saying that yeah, okay, and I'm aware that things like Homeland and and, and the Americans have got end dates coming up. So rather than there being like six series to catch up on, there's now only two or three. In counter to what you're saying, they're not making any more Breaking Bad. 
No. Okay, it's not going anywhere, but mm. I do want to watch it. So that's why the list is there. And, you know, and, and, and I, I watched the end of Series 4, so uh, yeah. you know, I feel that there's some sort of completist in me. That's fair enough. There's no right or wrong, but I just mean no. if you're trying to remove things from the list, even the ones you've watched are still on it. Oh yeah, because of the, yeah. But so okay. I, I, I think I, I picked a few where I only had a few episodes left to try and get them done. But I think yeah, once I've done Gotham, or once I've got to a point in Gotham, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not enjoying this as much. Then I can move on to the next thing, and I'm not sure what that will be. But certainly, the Americans three, Homeland four, Breaking Bad five are high up on the list. Uh, right, reviews. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was a bit weird. It was weird. <laughs> Made me feel a bit dirty, man. Let's never do that again. <laughs> yeah. Should we start with uh, Rillington Place? Luke, yeah, have you seen get, this? get it out of the way. I, I can't. Uh, I've seen. Yes or no, Luke? No. <laughs> have you watched any of it? Have you watched yes. the bits? How many, yeah, how many bits? Well, I did the first half an hour, place. But, but, How many but not yeah, half an hour. But not because I wanted, I was bored. Just because that's all I could manage to fit in at the time. I, I, I think they've chosen a, a, a strange episode to start with, where well, nothing. I, I think the structure, rather than a strange episode, I think the way that they've structured it is all. Yeah. So but Tim Roth playing another character called off. Reg this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's basically about him. He was a, a famous serial killer, but yeah. instead of just doing this sort of story linearly, because it takes I love place that o- word. over a number of years um, in the forties and fifties, it starts as as uh, as ever when I ever see a TV show where yeah. the the start is the end. I yes. think Luke will hate yeah. this. Yeah, they did it on Dark Angel, which is basically the same show. They did it on that. And they did it on this. So we already know that uh, Tim Roth's Reg Christie is a killer. Nico Miralegro's character, uh, Timothy Evans, uh, gets framed for the crime and hangs Mm -hmm. for it. We focus on his wife, Ethel, played by Samantha Morton. And and this episode, after the uh, flash-forward, flashback, whatever you want to call it... uh, is basically about her and her experiences being married to Reg, um, who she's she she seems a bit sort of put upon. He's always she certainly lives in, and... she certainly lives in fear of him for the mm. first half of that show. Yeah, for the first she, half of that episode, he says he's going somewhere. She follows him, thinks he's having an affair. Um, well, this gets... is just after he's been beaten up for what we mm. don't know yet, but obviously we might do in a later episode. Well, hopefully. So... <laughs> that was very clear as mud. That was no, clear but he, he he comes home having been beaten up and goes straight out that night. Mm. So that's why she follows him because it's so strange. I mean, this story originally, uh, well, not originally because it's a real story, but was mm. a film back in the sixties. Yes, 70s, Ten Rillington Place, I think, with um, uh, Richard Attenborough playing. Yeah, uh, uh, Christie, and um, th- that obviously was done sort of the right way round. The writers, Tracy Malone and Ed Whitmore, have, have obviously tried to structure it differently, tried to sort of yeah. build, build up the tension so you know, you sort of get an idea of what's going on, but you never see it on screen straight away. You get an idea yeah, of the Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of showing it by not Although showing it. Although actually you do, because you've got that scene at the beginning. Well, that's right, yeah, but I, you're guessing a lot. I don't mind the story they're trying to tell, but the mechanism made this episode so dull. Dull, yeah, and I think that's. And I the, think that's the thing. I you struggled see, to. It, 
it struggled to maintain my attention throughout the hour, yeah. I have to say. I thought, in its favour, I thought Tim Roth was good when he was on screen. But obviously, this was Samantha Morton's episode. And I do like her as an actress. But I think the mm-hmm. character she's playing here, which is like the downtrodden wife, doesn't really suit her. She's, I think she's better in sort of stronger roles. And, and again, yeah, I... well, I think the, the production values as well were quite high. I, quite in, I, quite, I thought the setting was very well done. And the oh, yeah. The, the sort of creepiness that they tried to build worked quite well, but it was just, as you said, quite dull. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm i kind of half tempted to watch the next episode, mm. which I assume is from our mate Nico's perspective a bit more, um, based on the previews that I saw. But even then, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not quite sure whether I want to dedicate another hour. And I think hour. that's why they put that scene in at the beginning, as Luke always says, it's the sort of, stay with yeah. us. This is going yeah, to be a bit like, dull. Is, yeah, it's going to be a look, bit dull. But this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's like saying to the audience... We will get to the killings, don't yeah. worry. Yeah, we will get there, and we're going to show you we'll get there. Also, I, I'm always a bit put off by three-parters lately. I just think, can mm. they do enough in three to invest it? But I, I mean, I, Dark, Dark Angel was a very similar show, and that had... The thing okay. about that was that had three hours to tell the story, and it just it went from killing... <laughs> To yeah. meeting, to killing, to meeting. To, to child death. Yeah, yeah, to child death. I don't know what the right way of doing it. And we've got In Plain Sight starting on Wednesday, which is... Well, yeah. I think the thing is that you, you're more likely to sort of get commissioned with three or four at this time of year when... Yeah, you know, they coming need up to Christmas, sort of, yeah. They, they need these sort of three, two or three parters. And I think if you go to BBC or ITV and say, this is how many episodes I can squeeze it into... They're right. We we'll can commission this. Whereas if you go with a, a sort of a six or an eight, unless you're a sort of you know well known like a Jimmy mm. McGovern or a Paul Abbott or someone like that, I don't know if they actively go out looking for sort of three part dramas. To no, I'd these, love to know that sort of question. I don't to fill I don't these know. Christmas weeks, you know, because obviously like with the ITV, the, uh, if only you'd met the commissioner of BBC One at some well, point. Well, we've not. Said, but the thing is, I'd look because like Gary said, you need fillers. But I don't think they commission. They don't commission it and go, "Well, that would be." A I good don't filler. mean filler as in rubbish. I mean filler as in when they plot out their year. Yeah. Not everybody, as we discussed in our Missing podcast, wants to watch six to eight episodes of a show that's going to be quite thought-provoking and and challenging. Some people do want stuff that is there and and more pulpish. That's Rillington Place. Oh, Uh, so Matt, will you watch Ep 2 for Nico and Jodie or not? I don't think so. No, I've I've taken it off my series link. I don't think I will. See, he's a new man now since we... we I know, look how he's trimming the fat. Something I know we've all watched, I just watched it just before we finished this, was Modus, which is the new Scandi Noir for Saturday nights on BBC Four. I'm uh, halfway through episode two as well. Oh, Gary. Um, uh, this was... Uh, <laughs> that was very carry on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doctor. This was about a... She was a criminal profiler, wasn't she? Psychologist, yeah. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. It wasn't Modus. Either or something. I know... Um... <laughs> Inga Joanne Vick. There you go. That's it. Well done. Criminal psychologist who works as her main job, though, is a sort of profiler, isn't it? Like, yeah, she's worked in the FBI's profiling team, and now come back to Sweden. This was on uh, last year, but I think BBC Four have done a sort of good job putting it on at this time of year because it's all sort of set around Christmas, isn't it? Yes, it is very very topical. Sort of ended on Christmas Day. Um, It starts at the wedding of her sister. Uh, she's separated from her husband 
Yes. And they've got two young daughters. Her older daughter uh, is autistic. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it sort of starts... Well, the, the plot starts proper with the older daughter sort of leaving well, the hotel. It sounded like you were going to go into a rap there. The plot starts proper with the... Oh, then you didn't. <laughs> what happens is the mum goes back down to the wedding, leaves her two daughters in the hotel room. Younger daughter falls asleep. Older daughter sort of wanders out. Does she lose her little uh, police yes. thing? Yes. It's, it's actually yeah. a police car, but she calls it a cat. Yeah. There's been a murder uh, in <laughs> a, the list. Uh, with, uh, is she, now, she's a TV personality. I TV, think. Chef. TV chef. Yes, TV chef. Uh, and some sort of, he's an unknown, this murderer. We don't know much mm. about him to begin I with. I know a little more from watching the second yeah, okay, episode. Yeah, okay, but yes. in episode, yeah. at the time yeah. of yeah. the murder, we he's know just now. a stranger in, in black. In paradise. Uh, he's, he's living in a caravan in the woods. Then what happens is the daughter witnesses the murder uh, and then she almost steps in front of a truck, is rescued by the murderer who tells her to be quiet mm-hmm. and then yeah. they go home and during various parts of the episode you get the impression that she wants to sort of reveal it and yeah. keeps saying little things. running a co- And then you get other little characters from the side. You get, there's like a vicar who's married to Wallander and um, there's a uh, like a odd like a family who are actually there when the truck comes out in the middle of the road there's an- another family there and they come into it later on as well don't they they're at the church service yeah they're part of the community but they're yeah. not really much they're, they're the, just well, you there get the impression that they will be uh, characters because you yeah. see them at christmas he's yeah. now with another man um that's very straight. You, you know, you get these characters again, like most Scandi Noirs. You get a group of characters you're not quite sure. Yeah, it's that kind of how do they know each other? What their place is in the story yet? The end of Ep One is that the vicar gets um, murdered by the same guy who murdered the TV chef. One of the things that I thought about while watching this, and you two already have quite sort of strong feelings on this, is how well do you think sort of they portrayed autism through the character of um, Steena, I think the daughter's name was. Yes. Yeah. And, I didn't... Uh, and do you think they used it as a sort of gimmicky plot device rather than, you know, being a sort of character trait and a realistic sort you, of... You first, Luke. Representation well, the thing is, I, I think, because autism is something we've seen a lot on screen, we hear a lot about, we see a lot on screen, I think this would have worked just as well if she was a really young child. If it's the younger daughter, if yeah, it's the younger daughter, yeah, and that's she, a fair she point. was just she was just scared stiff and just couldn't. Say, I don't think the autism played it. I don't think they used. It, I don't think they used it in the gimmick as much as they kept playing off it. But I don't think it added anything to at least this first episode. It, I think Luke makes a good point. You could easily have done this based on what I've seen so far with a younger child. So I, I, I can't I can't deny that as a fact. But I think one of the things that I would say is that they might do more with it. Because obviously the reason, the thing is, is that she doesn't talk much. No. Um, they, they've made out that the, they haven't said in every episode or every scene that she's autistic. Her, her grandmother makes a comment, you know, in the first episode, there wasn't any point in buying her a nice dress because she puts on this kind of um, uh, Washington Redskins American football jersey, which she seems to wear all the time, over her wedding bridesmaid dress. I found this a very, very easy watch. Yeah, me too, yeah. There were times I was re- quite into it. I loved all the stuff where she's 
in the street and I loved all the tension there. I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere massive because we were only 20 minutes into the well, show. Well, that's right. But but I but I did I did really enjoy it. Now whether it's up the problem is with any Nordic noir you go is it a trapped? Is it a bridge? Is it a killing? What it isn't is what it isn't is follow the money, which is a good thing. I yeah. didn't like that at all. Or blue what eyes. It, or what they what it isn't is anything from the Walter Presents genre. I haven't liked any of those. But I don't. You not, did not, you not like Deutschland Oh, I did like that. That was the first one on telly. But all the other yeah. ones I've tried online, I didn't like. Um, but whether I want to watch because there's eight, isn't there? I think yeah. there is. I, so, and four traditionally, weeks. BBC Four play two a night. Whether I want to watch the others, I I can't decide, to be honest with you. I, I think, is... like Matt, that I will, because it, the fact that it ties in with the time of year... I didn't say I would. No, 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 no sorry, no, I'm that. agreeing with the fact that oh, right, like, okay. the timing of the show <laughs> is, is, is good, because it's talking about Christmas and we're kind of... I, I, think, I, w- I think I will stick with it. Um, I, I'm enjoying episode two as we're talking. You I know, suppose but... it's a bit like someone in Nord Noir land being given the missing and hoping that every UK show they get is the missing, and then they get given Vera or something, and they go, "Hang on." Mm. I don't know. As you Not say, quite. it's got a lot. It's got a lot to live up to with the big three. The characters need more fleshing out. I think you yes. haven't got a Saga Norrin or a Sarah Lund or, or Andre, you know, you haven't, they, they like feel the... like, so, but they, they feel like sort of plot, devi- they all feel like plot devices at the moment rather than any, there the being any. The character that I like the most is the police officer. The sort yeah, of, okay, the yeah. D- divorced police officer who. Who's got a bit of a thing for the main yeah, character. Yeah, he's got a bit and... of a thing for her and, and you know, he's. One of, one of my favourite things about the genre is that thing that you spoke about earlier where people are on screen you haven't got a clue who they are, why they're there. Yeah. You just know that they'll be tied in and bought in and being you made more of a from the first focus. series of The Bridge, there was the brilliant one where the woman, you know, they closed the bridge and the woman's like, I'm in this ambulance, I've got to get through. And mm. they ended up letting her through. Now, you had no idea. You just thought that was a throwaway. And then later on, very crucial to the ongoing plot. Yeah. You know, so it's that Matt, kind of thing. Where do you sit then, Matt? I mean, you, there's a lot on, so does this even uh, I'm going to certainly watch the second episode and then I'll make a decision either way. Yeah. I think ha- hasn't grabbed wrong. me as much as, as Trapped. It. When I saw Trapped, I was like, I'm going to watch all of this. And yeah. Yeah. When I, I think because it, it lacked the depth. Yeah, that's what I mean in terms of the yeah. characters. In terms of watching a drama for an hour, it was really easy going. Well, I, the other and thing in, I would say is that minutes. It's yeah. It's one of the things is it's not an hour, which is quite yeah. good. It feels more like an ITV or American drama because it's that kind of. 40, well, it doesn't feel minute. like an ITV drama. No, no the don't time. put it off <laughs> even more. The time of it, not okay. the feel of it. It was probably on a channel with ads. Mystery well, solved. Gary, do you want to talk about uh, Life on a Sight Ward? What this is, is a Channel 4 fly-on-the-wall documentary, the, the things that they do very well. Uh, uh, one of the key things is it's a forensic psychiatric ward. This is not a... And the, the word, you know the word normal psychiatric ward is probably wrong, but... Well, it, well, you, the, the psychiatric ward that we would picture... Correct. Knowing like, what like those terms one clue over the cuckoo's nest, that sort Yes, of thing. this is actually a forensic psychiatric ward. These are people who are mentally unwell enough to spend time in prison. They have committed crimes, but they are mentally unwell. Um, so I've actually worked in the building, which is called River House. It's a, a full security bu- building. Even though I was only working in administration, I still would have to be background checked. I had to wear keys with me every day. I had to wear my ID badge. I had to 
wait to get out of the building like everybody else. They followed the lives of a few of the patients as some of them were getting the opportunity to go back into the community and, and, and out to the outside world. You know, they talked about the fact that actually prison, you have a term and you fulfill it. In, inside a forensic psychiatric ward, you, you could well there be there for life because you may not recover to the point where... Did Louis Theroux do something about forensic... I, I believe he did. I he don't, did, I, did I, don't a, I didn't see it, um, so I can't comment. I followed along on Twitter with the hashtag just to see what other people put in, because obviously having worked there, I, I've got a bit of insight to the people. I know the uh, lead, uh, team leader that they were uh, following very well. I sent By reason of insanity. It. That's it. Yeah. Well done. wasn't the um, same... It was more of a sort of state psychiatric hospital. The the three key things that people disagreed with, number one was the naming of the show because they felt like saying inside a psych ward, this isn't a psych ward, a typical psych ward. They felt that was misleading. I think they've done that a lot of times, haven't they? Yeah. They didn't like the fact that the opening part suggested that the first patient had a bipolar, sorry, um, personality disorder, and then there are a lot of people on on Twitter saying, "Well, I've got a personality disorder, but I've never killed anybody." And I think again, it's they're taking the wrong element of the show. They're not saying everybody with personality disorder has killed somebody, but this person has. They kind of missed the point a bit. And then the third point that I think a lot of people picked up on was these people were getting the opportunity to go into the community as part of their recovery and it's not to say that each of these people will be released back into the community if these people are considered free of their mental health they may still have prison sentences for their crimes and i don't think here in key west we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe with lgbtq plus friendly accommodations our legendary nightlife and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raisin Cane's. Warm up with cooked-to-order chicken fingers, crispy crinkle-cut fries, Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. Happy holidays from Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. I think the show quite covered that. A lot of the patients don't just go out back to their life. They still have a crime to pay for. We, we did a lot of podcasts a few years ago where we'd say on Channel 4 were particularly bad at giving titles to shows that yeah. give them no service. We had the, a mm. lot of people think the Undatables is, is the wrong title That's and then Spurgle Recall of. and all those things. And I don't think this was a case of a wrong title because I don't know what you'd call this, but I am glad they've sort of moved away from mm. the era of giving, I mean, how could they have given this a more apt title? I well, suppose? Because I, I, I have to admit, the... I've got it on record, and listening to you speak, it isn't the show I thought it was. No, um, it's, but it's I don't know not what quiet. else you could. It does sound very it. similar to that Louis Theroux thing in the. It does, uh, yeah. Yeah. and it, it is very similar to the style of Bedlam that was on. You know, yeah, that, I not love, just... I, well, I, I should. I was going to say I love that. I didn't. You can't love something like that, but I found no, it thoroughly really fascinating. I think the, the, the difference with Bedlam is that they told more of the personal story, yeah. whereas in this they're talking about the situation more. You know, the crime, yeah. the rehab. The only thing a lot of people on Twitter were saying, and again, it's mostly people who were facing mental health problems themselves or those that work in mental health, were saying it should have just been called Life on a Forensic Psych Ward. 
Yeah, but because in fairness title... to Channel 4, I don't That's, know whether I, I would know I what one of those them. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with them. I think if you watch the show, they're very clear that this is a special is this, war. Like, again, like people who've been, by reason of insanity, like the Louis Theroux thing, is that what yeah. they're there for? Yeah, it's, so, it, yes, absolutely. So they could have related it to that like he did in his. Yeah, space, I suppose so. But again, I the, think you're it, just boiling it, it down to its basic yeah. thing. Yeah, basic in, form. In, yeah. in mental health, they don't use the word insanity anymore so no. much. Whereas I think it is very much still an American phrase. Channel 4 do these sort of documentaries better than most as well. Mm. And, and they've got less time to tell a compelling story and they always manage to do it. So I will be watching it. But it's interesting because that title does conjure up certain mm. images whether they're wrong or right. And it's interesting. Yeah. You, you'd be that, thinking that you'd... of you'd be getting like a sort of don't call me crazy, that sort of thing. Like that sort did. of that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, in, but as you say, I don't know what they'd call it. Uh, no, I, I, I think, as I say, I was just reporting what I, what I saw the majority yeah. of. I didn't necessarily feel that they... I think those people were missing the point. I had an email this week telling me what was coming on in January this in, in on ITV this January February Go for March. It. Go for and it. There's not their factual stuff, but you'll be very pleased to know that Sugar, Sugar Free, Free Farm. Farm is back. Well, we knew that yeah. Gemma Collins I, is on it this year. I didn't know. I didn't know. But you know, when you talk about great factual stuff, all they've got is Sugar Free Farm. What happened next in Long Lost Family, and the two-part uh, thing where Trevor McDonald meets mafia women. I quite enjoyed Sugar Free Farm the first time around, but I, I think it's going to be now Gemma Collins is on it. It's going to be a bit more sort of just her, isn't it? Well, also as I remember it, the people on Sugar Free Farm previously were were larger, whereas yeah. we haven't got that many large. Yeah, because we had on last time we had um, Jennifer, well, Jennifer Ellison who has got quite big. Um, Mark LeBet from The Chase was on yeah. it. Rory McGrath. Jane McDonald, who isn't massive, but she, you know no. she's still. But um, we've got, on this one, we've got yeah. um, your mate Alison Alison Hammond, who, who is who, who is big, who is large. <laughs> we would admit. Uh, then Peter Davison, uh, him off. Mm. Uh, I don't. He's a bit chubby. Know, you mean what, chubby. Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, Doctor Who. He's he, he oh, should be going seen to him in a few years. I'll be chubby honest, but... farm, but not sugar free farm. And Joe Pasquale, who I don't think is is that maybe that's big. just to cure the voice. It's not sort of weight loss farm. It's but, not about that. It's about cutting sugar from your diet. It's about okay. being yeah. more healthy. It's not if like if you were ever in doubt whether you were if you were ever in doubt whether you were going to watch this or not, Gemma mm. Collins or not, mm. then this will convince you because alongside all those people I've just mentioned, Anne Widdicombe and Stavros Flatley. I found it quite interesting about what they could eat and things like that, but I think it was good as just a one-off thing. I think bringing it back again. As and you're again. saying, it was more trying to be educational than celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas but I think now, maybe with someone yeah. like Gemma Collins, and now you're Whittaker. probably tipping you're tipping the scales the other way. Hey, uh, see that was going to get edited out, and now I can't do that either. Brilliant. <laughs> what Gary. else is coming up? Uh, uh, some coming up. Okay. Well, we we know the, the normal stuff. The 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 voice is coming as oh yeah I've know. seen the preview of that or the little 
Uh, uh, no mention of when the voice kids is coming. They're putting US drama Lethal Weapon on a Friday night at nine o'clock. Yeah. This is a. This has caused a few ripples. A because it's not doing that well in the states. Endeavor, as we know, is is coming back yeah. in January. As is Unforgotten. Oh, as God. is as is Broadchurch. Safe House. Not yet. Don't Not yet. ruin it. We've had three good ones. Yeah, well, I was say, they're probably so and we're, twice again. I was thinking, that. where's the bad one? You know. And because it's been a while since we've seen her. Laura Fraser will be back in a new six-part <laughs> drama called The Lock. She's the uh, new Jeremy is Smith. The, the, is the Halcyon coming soon as well? Yes, know, that's... That was on the previews. Yeah, is that that's named the, after yeah. a hotel? That is about the hotel. It's, it's about a hotel. Board. Also, Tina and Bobby, the Good Karma Hotel and the Halcyon. Hospital. So, yeah. Good Karma Hospital. Oh, sorry, I had a hotel. The hotel was Halcyon. So, yeah. so nothing two hotel drama. Apart, apart from the, the fact they're putting a dra- an American drama on Friday night, not that much new from ITV. Should we just talk about X Factor Strictly quickly? Because, obviously, there was big news coming out of both shows that... Um, the, the sort of comedy acts of both shows were <laughs> eliminated the same week. Uh, Strictly saw the end of Ed Bulls, who I, to be fair to Ed Bulls, uh, he was he. <laughs> there was a he time was trying where more. He was trying. He was trying to learn, and then it seemed yeah. like the producers right. Well, we need they to get rid made of him, him now. The comedy actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they, because fair, if you watched his uh, Quick Step, that was really good, and he was he was it was like a Laurel and Hardy themed thing. Yeah. He was literally he was trying to learn the dance. He got really good comments for that, and then the next week he did Gangnam Style. But we are now down to the final five on X Factor. We're down to the final four on Strictly. Gary uh, on X Factor, sorry. And Gary will be happy. Honey G finally left. She's gone back to you North. Say honey, I say job centre. Yeah. Are we still Matt Terry to win, or do we think Not maybe because Emily, I like him. Emily Middlemas because... might sneak no, in? There? I think Matt Terry has everything the X Factor looks for in yeah. a winner. That doesn't mean that I want him to win. It just means that I know how the X Factor Those, works. But... Emily has not been in the bottom two either, so I'm wondering where mm. the... Because, as well, Dermot said that there's been three different people at the top at various times. I mm. think Honiji was probably one of them at the start. And I, Emily they, probably as well. And I, I know what, she After the, the last episode, week, they, they reveal the voting patterns, don't they? Yeah, I, I think Emily had the best week this week, in my opinion. There's two yeah. things I know. One is that my parents keep saying the boy band are really good. Is that right? 20 past no, midnight? They're not. they're not that good. I, in my I, I, quite, I, I think they're the most... En- it's not saying much, but I think they're probably no. the most entertaining act. I think I think Sarah also has improved the most, and it's quite saying is she something. The, is that, she the Icelandic? Yeah, yes. Finnish. Yeah. Uh, that she uh, was in the bottom two the first two weeks and is still in yeah. the competition. Yeah. I would say that, in fairness to Gary's parents, who we don't thank enough for producing Gary for this very <laughs> podcast, um, uh, is that Gary. I can imagine Five After Midnight being one of the few acts you'd hear on the radio hmm. in a few months' time. And I think they are the. She, she yeah. said, oh, I'd like to buy their album. but then They again, don't just buy... stand there and sing, do they? No. They put on a show, as I think did Sarah with that sort of... Uh, Dionysus is what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't like the fact that half of the song is dancing. Well, and they do the they do the Louis mashup as well occasionally. Yeah. Which is and it, like when they it's, did... it's, it's the X Factor, not the voice, in that sense. Yeah. You when know, they this did... is about the, the show, not the voice. When <laughs> yeah. they did Uptown Funk... They didn't do oh, the second verse. They just danced. 
Okay, uh, The Apprentice, which did all these virtual reality thingies with headsets and stuff. I didn't understand it, I have to be honest. <laughs> I, I felt I, really I, old. The, be- well, the yeah, best I mean, bit... The best this bit a, was the start a... where Karen and Claude turned up at the house. Is, is, Car- is Karen Brady becoming more Alan Sugar than Alan Sugar? She yeah, was like, do you want a cup of tea? Was she? Yeah. Do you want a cup of tea? No, get down here. I'd be like, up yours, love. She's really like, 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 hardened this like year. I don't know, don't know if someone made a comment that, like, oh, I wish Margaret was back. She was a lot harsher, and then Karen's just but, gone. But Karen, right. Margaret was never rude, I don't no, know. I don't no. remember Margaret no, being rude. It, what Margaret was was very perceptive. Hmm. And Karen has tried that. You'll occasionally see in the boardroom, she'll say something like, well, you didn't actually do anything. I miss but Karen. That I was, miss Margaret that, and Nick. So that I. was just... Well, watch Countdown. They're on it every week. She's in Dictionary Corner like every other week now. That's Susie Dent. No, with her in Dictionary <laughs> Corner, you puppet. <laughs> I have to say this, and I'm now beginning to agree more and more with Matt's view. Yeah. I think Lord Sugar will pocket his 250 grand and spend it on the horses rather than invest in one of these <laughs> When muppets. last night's finished, we all, my, I watched it with my parents who don't get a mention on this podcast very often either. Hello. Good, a good uh, and that, they sort of said... <laughs> They sort of said, well, I can't see any winners left in there at all. I don't it's know. It's not going to be a winner. It's the last loser standing. And I, I, I can't I, believe I, that flipping Alana's is still there. She's rubbish. She hasn't done anything. No, I, I, I don't understand why she's there. I thought Sofiane had a chance, but he hmm. was terrible last I night. think if Sofiane had brought back Alana instead of Grania, I think he might hmm. still be in it, if that makes Maybe. sense. Maybe. I think, I think two people were going to go I last night. I think Dil- because, if Dylan yeah. and Alana would have gone... If Alana but, had been but brought the back problem in is that he, he sat there and he listened, and the problem was Alana actually had a good argument. I did give you all my comments. I told you what I thought would do, and you just didn't listen to me. And now you've only got one man left. Uh, is that Courtney. ever happened? Is that ever happened before? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I was going to let that slide. There has but... been a gen- There has been a gender issue before. There have been sometimes one man or one woman in the it final was, five. Um, oh, yeah, several times. I remember yeah. the year it was. Um, Yasmina and that's right. Yeah, there was four um, women and a man left in that series. Have some of the women in this series tried to mani- emotionally manipulate the boardroom process by that? Francis on... is an emotional nightmare, isn't she? She well, just no, it's not her. Up. It's the it's the other one. Who's the one who just Jessica? The, Jessica, the, the energised buddy. As well, like last week in the boardroom, they had to tell us to calm down. She was that hysterical. But that's the first time I'd seen her done that. Jessica well, does no, it every she week. Cry- she cried when she won the task, didn't she? And Karen that's a bit, very... that's a bit different. That's Karen a bit was, different. Karen was sniping and said, do you want a tissue? The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Jessica, each week, comes out as if she's going to burst out of tears in any second. And Alana's done it as well. We haven't really talked about the task very much. It was crazy. No, I was just going to say. It was creating a game. It's a bit like, like we reality game. a couple of years ago. It's it's using the kind of it's it's trying to use new technology. I mean, this thing is. I had a Nintendo NES. I had the gun for Duck Hunt. I haven't no other game used it. I don't think. Am I, have I blacked is... out? What's going on? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's the latest fad to do with computer games. So we had Sophie and team creating a game about magic shells that they called magic shells. Yeah, and then we had That's what the other on. team, the other team creating a game. Called Gordon's Lock. No, 
Yeah, Gordon's Still lost Gordon. his... Galactic Gordon. Gordon. No, no, it wasn't Gordon. called that. It was called Gordon... Um, Gordon's lost, lost his badger. No, yeah. just stop there for a minute. Go and pause there for a minute. These that sounds like a novelty jobs. single how, rather than how... a virtual reality game. Yeah. Gordon's so... lost his badger. Yeah. <laughs> but I just can't believe... We said it last night when we were watching. How, you know, these people have real jobs in the real world. Yeah. Well, Courtney sells slack. novelty gifts. That's not... That's not I, can, I can give them some slack because coming up with something when you have yeah. a day's notice is not easy. One but thing I'd I... like to think yeah, that I could do better than Gordon's... But, but I, think, I think the other thing as well is that you really have to listen to the brief Lord Sugar gives you. Mm. He said, create a game for this market. The first thing they were told is this market is 16 to 34. One yeah. team created a game... One with a furry animal character. The other one was a kid's game. The pitches they did to the crowd were oh. some of the worst, most excruciating things I've ever I'm seen. That thinking, was but, hide behind the sofa. I, I'm just thinking world. back to last year and how good... I mean, they weren't... They're yeah. never great, but they, if you think about even that second task where they did the, the cactus fragrance mm. and that one team... But the, the boys' team did the desert thing and the black yeah. box. And a, Do you remember and, and, the coach trip, though? Come on. Yeah, I mean, when, I mean you, when you give them a microphone and tell them hmm. to be entertaining, sometimes it's it a car crash. They always have, like, the awful hide-behind-the-sofa task, but you also have mm-hmm. the teams who do really well and, and thrive. Well, there was one things, recently, like the house, wasn't there? The house there selling. One. Yeah, but one out of how many tasks? Yeah, I, I suppose that's tasks. the thing. Is that there's Other series, you've still got, in, in almost every task... Yeah. Someone thriving in that, where it, if it's advertising a fragrance or selling houses like they did last year, yeah. or opening a discount store, there's always one team who does quite well this year. It's the team that's done less bad than the other team. Do you yeah. think, though, that they have purposefully cast a yes. ton of idiots? Yes. Or do you think they've done the, what they normally do and cast a few idiots, but everybody's behave like an idiot this year. I don't understand yeah, I, how... I, I, I think, there didn't I think... seem to be a lot of contenders, even at the beginning. I mean, you had Paul, who's gone. Sofiane seemed like he might be a contender. I said Trishna at the beginning. She's yeah. there. I mean, I didn't think Jessica would last this long. I no, have to be no, honest. No, no, um, no, no, no. I would have you should have Karthik gone last to... week instead of Paul. I, I would have said Karthik might have lasted a bit longer because but sometimes I... those... Those bold, yeah. braggadocious characters do make it to the interviews and then get absolutely said, killed in the interview process. He he knows what these business plans are at the end of the day. Alana yeah, might have a really good business. Well, and, and you notice that we're getting a little bit more of that. They strategically chose people to be on certain teams based on their business plan. So you're right, it is now more about that. So I don't think somebody like Dylan should have been in this far along the process. No, no. No, he no. was in reality. He done reality TV before as yeah. well, hadn't he? he Dylan got by. Like, yeah, Dylan got by like, by being creative, and and he he lived and off hiding, that, and he died hiding by in the today. background. He told me in the order. When you when you're watching the tasks, hmm. it's entertaining television, and then. Half an hour in, you go to the boardroom and you think, oh, crap, this is The Apprentice I'm watching. They've got to yeah. pick somebody to win it. And then it dawns on me that, oh, hang on, we haven't got any winners here. I so, don't particularly oh, like okay. any of them. Who I don't do particularly you think will win or should? There's not a should win, really. Well, I, I, no, I don't have a should win. I think Courtney will win. I don't. I think, bizarrely, Francis has a chance I think Francis. I, I, okay, I would have said Francis, but just to be different, I'm going to go Grania. I certainly do think Gronya and Francis are two of the more 
suitable candidates. Well, then I do you've think... got Jessica, no. Alana, yeah, Jessica, Alana, no, no. Alana, no. There is that other one. Vishnu. Vishnu. Now, Vishnu. they've, been, they've mm. been praising her for a few weeks with her attention to detail. Although so, she didn't come off She also did night. win the task. So... Yeah, she was winning project manager, but it's really like... They didn't like the game. They liked the brand well, of the game. Well, no, but seven seven experts yeah. liked. But well, that's mean, the what game... they said. They all said yeah. with a few tweaks to the game, mm. like a different we, name for yeah, stuff. We, we like the idea of this sort of out there. But also, like, they were they were putting it up against game. the other game they yeah. had to choose. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it wasn't. Had there been a third alternative in a lot of these tasks, both teams would have got fired. Mm. Had there been three teams, someone else would have come up with something yeah. half decent. Maybe there's a third team of really good people. Like yeah. I think I think Courtney's a complete. I think Courtney's a complete wet lettuce. As Karen Brady did say, you stood on that stage and looked terrified. He didn't offer anything. Sure. He, he's going to get absolutely murdered if he acts like that in the interviews. But all I'm saying is, with this year being slightly unpredictable, he's hung in the background long enough that if, you, that, that if Matt's right, he does have a decent business plan. He might get left uh, left as the last one standing rather than the winner. This just in for your entertainment. Get the latest TV news direct from thecustardtv.com. My God, you are pure television. Guaranteed. Pick of the week. Luke, do you want to do This Is Us? As you, or do you want me to... I wanted I think... that to be a surprise, but I have seen This Is Us. Nine o'clock Tuesday night, which, which is... Compl- well, I was talking about this with some other critics, because uh, that's all. I don't speak to ordinaries. I only speak to critics. And, I, and they shared my opinion. This is the wrong choice. Save it till January at the very right. least. Because it's going to get lost. There is so much stuff on. It is... It is a good show. It is an easy show to watch. It is a nice show filled with interesting characters and nice people. But what? it is, and it is a massive hit in the states. And it's they they're just rushing it out. It's going to get lost. Tuesday is the wrong place. Sunday or Saturday it could work. Although Saturday or in January it'll. Can, be it, up can I can I ask just two questions? Number yes. one. Is this going to go on over Christmas? Because Christmas yes. is like a Sunday, isn't it? So yes, it, it's going to be on. There are 18 of them in total. They will be on over the next 18 Tuesdays. Well, hold on. That's, the, that's from... the other question. Is Obviously, in America, they will take a break. Will they be doing that? Or have we well, started we're, late we're, enough to not include We're nine episodes behind. Right, so we can, we can. Because in America, uh, for the listeners, they tend to take what's called a mid-season break over Christmas and tend to return in early to yeah. mid-January. Because they know... Is, yeah, I think it America, is a show, it's a US show... That Gary won't like. I don't think it's for him at all. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before when I've said that. The previews not... haven't engaged me yet. No. Um, and there's and it, for those who would like it, I can say nothing because it will spoil it. Okay. Uh, but I, I liked it. I have seen subsequent episodes. There are twists throughout, and they somehow I don't quite know how they do it. They manage to keep the twist going. And it keeps you on your toes, and I enjoyed it. My my only problem with shows like that is I've been sucked in. I I, I, I give you How to Get Away with Murder, where eventually, I'm sorry, it was just too many twists. I don't so. think this is for you, Gary. I really, I no, don't no. We'll we'll, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll, that'll be next next podcast. Will be how I how I got on with it. I'm going yeah. to recommend something that's been on already that we haven't talked yeah. about. Oh, okay. um, but I can't. <laughs> 
It's it's the thing. I need to find the right name of it. It was on BBC Four uh, the other night. It was a documentary about quiz shows. Oh really yes, start, it. it's, it's not Starter for Ten, is it? That's the film. No. But it, yes, they it's did a whole night like about how, quizzing. how quizzing got sexy or something like that, or, or smarter or something like that. Yes, I'm I do. Sure, I'm sure the name it had sexy in the title. Yeah, because that's what drew you to it originally. That is what drew me to it. it actually, it actually as well got quite a good. Um, Rating for a BBC Four show. Um, I could recommend how quizzing got. Oh no, it's not. Sorry, it's not sexy. It's how quizzing got cool. Teens, trains of Britain. It's interesting. It's interesting to see where your mind goes because you. Yes. Um, thought... Well, it had Victoria Corrin Mitchell on it, so there you go. Um, oh, I, sh- I should watch that. Then. Yeah, cool. I would really recommend, especially if you're a fan of. TV quizzes, but even if you're not, I think you'll get you'll get something out of it. And and then and then, as I say, that the starter for Tim program is a look back at the popularity of University Challenge. That is it for the podcast. Um, that is it. You can, if you haven't, I suggest you. Listen this to... isn't the last podcast, is it? I haven't decided to be honest. Matt. Well, Luke's, Luke's got to do an, an edit, a bit of editing, so it might be, it might, it might yeah. kill it off. Depending on how this goes, <laughs> this could be it. Don't worry, listeners. Um, Matt and I will carry on. No, you won't. Not on my domain. <laughs> well, yeah, but to be fair, we can buy the domain, so. Okay, we'll call so it the that, Mustard TV podcast. That is, yeah. <laughs> Although Mustard Just TV, what, Mustard TV is. Mustard, Mustard TV, TV is already is a, a thing, thing. in, in yeah, Norfolk. It it's his own TV channel it in is, Norfolk. Yes, it is. Uh, that is it for now, then, let's say. Uh, follow yeah. us on Twitter, all three of us, or just your favourite <laughs> member. You oh, Luke's just woken up. Yeah, yeah I, I'm falling I'm asleep. I'm always happier when I think the end's coming. I always <laughs> love the end. Another drug's kicked in, Luke. At Luke Custard TV for me, at Matt's TV Bites for Matt, at The Gary Show for Gary, and Facebook.com. Are you doing it for foreign people? Are you doing it? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, Matt was just... Like the, it's like the bit when they do English in, in Moses yeah. or Northern Iraq. Which way to the police station? I actually thought when they spoke English in Modus it was clearer than when Matt does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely right, fight, my mic. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> okay, Facebook.com. Forward slash the Custard TV, and I tell you, we were talking before we started. We don't know what we want for Christmas, but we do know we'd love more likes on the Facebook page and more five star reviews on that. Oh, there, and some written reviews as well. And, yeah, and there is a space on the food diary, so if anyone's got any suggestions, what's on the food diary for Friday? Fish, it's Friday. Fish on a Friday, come on. Oh, we I've always fish have fish well. on. A... Oh, you got fish as well. Yeah, yeah it's salmon. quite common to have fish on a Friday. Ginger and lime it, salmon tonight. Oh, is it common got, to I... have a korma on a Friday? Because that's what I'm having. Well, yeah. well, it's very common, Lou. Yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, very common. Say, yeah. Common. common <laughs> I've got, sense. I've got, I've got nine quart cod with uh, um, low-fat chips and peas. What's a low-fat chip? A potato? Not a chip. <laughs> yeah. A chip with less fat. And on that note. All right then, take care. Less so, you two. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back soon on the custard team. Well, apparently podcast. one of us might not be. I don't. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky. 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.